Hey guys, it's Renee from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On this podcast, we sit down with former UFC strawweight champion Joanna Young Jacek ahead of her UFC 275 rematch with Wei Li Zhang. Former women's strawweight champion Joanna Young Jacek. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Uh, former in the future. Twenty twenty two. But uh, hello, everyone. Uh, it's good. It's good to talk to you, girls, and and uh, it's good. I when my, uh, my when my manager asked me about doing this interview because last two three weeks actually after after the fight, uh, Carlos and Rose's fight, I I've done tons of medias and we had to cut some things off, but. I was like, no, let's go. With these girls, I go. You know? So I'm super excited. Super excited. <laughs> super excited. So, yeah. Well, let me just say your tan is really popping right now with that white tank top. I Get am. It, I am. I am. So I, I I feel like I need to move to Florida, you know, <laughs> after I retired. <laughs> it's working for you. It's yeah, working it, it for does. you. I, I, love, uh, I love the sun. Even between between the, uh, the training sessions I go to the pool in my community it's great so uh instead of I, I don't do naps so I just go there just chill <laughs> and everyone is like oh but the sun costs you lots of energy it drains the energy from me I'm like no actually not it give gives it to me, me. give me that energy. vitamin d it a, a nice color yeah, a nice color yeah <laughs> it's good yeah. well you want we were just talking about um open scoring is that something that you would like to see implemented in the UFC <laughs> Oh, definitely. You know, after what happened on Saturday, you know, I don't watch uh, that many UFC events, I- I- MMA at all, but uh, I was watching this fight and this fight was very close. And Santiago and Pereira was very close. Uh, Pereira? Am I wrong? Pereira. 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 Wow. <laughs> uh, Get it, so Misha. Bad. Get it, girl. But. But I think we need live scoring, you know, and I feel like uh, Vegas is uh, is the place where UFC was born. It's like that's our house, you know, and and the commission should be uh, more strict, more open about scoring. So we need this live scoring because I know what does it feel, you know. I never discuss with the judges the decisions, but I've been through so many fights, uh, close fights uh, like this, you know, so I feel, I feel holy home, you know, I feel holy home. Really? See, I thought, I thought, um, I thought Ketlin was just more effective, maybe not as high volume, but it was yeah. a close fight. I, you could see it either you're way. Right. If, if the... You're right. She landed good punches, you know, every Better combo ones. punch, like she landed there, you know, uh, so she landed very good, good, good punches and good combinations. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really, no. I don't know who won this fight. Probably if if we uh, watch this fight again, we would score totally different. Different. It depends yeah. who you're watching in the fight too, right? Yeah. Um, and, and who you like control. more? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like cage control is one of those things too. Yeah. Octagon control is a part of the scoring criteria, but if your back is against the cage, does it mean that you are not offensive at all? Not in Ketlin's case, because she's constantly like throwing girls from there and she was active with her strikes there too. And then do you remember when she fought Sarah McMahon and she like got this beautiful leg sweep and then she choked her out with a, with an arm triangle choke. And I was like, I mean, this girl's a savage with her back against the cage. It's like maybe a place you don't want to be with her, you know? But I like to do it 
uh, the same, you know, I let yeah. people push me on defense and I like, I just love uh, defensive wrestling and, and yeah, so yeah, I would, I would lose tired, the fight, you, you know? know, there's a strategy <laughs> yeah. of it too, because it's really a lot yeah. of work to hold someone against the cage, you know, yep. so I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're scoring the riding time for Holly, but I felt like they, you know, they both mutually kind of struck against the cage. And then I would say, you know, offensively, as far as successful takedowns and stuff, if you even wanted to, it still was like Vieira there. So I don't know. It's weird. It was, that was a tough fight to judge. It really was. I do understand why it was a split, why one judge thought, you know, Holly won and the other two thought that Catlin won or, you know, you can make an argument based on the scoring criteria, but let me ask you, um, change gears a little bit. I got to ask you about the the uh, straw weight situation that's going on because mm-hmm. Carla, after eight years, okay, she comes back. She wins a championship again. She's the second second woman to ever do that behind Rose. But it's been a long time. You know, it's it's been a minute since Carla touched gold again. You were the one to take the belt away from Carla do you kind of feel like this is like a synergistic play out of the universe like you've been putting this energy out for so long and it's finally returning like what you what you have put into it like what is this the universe Uh, speaking to you right now are you gonna be champion again I I feel I feel like and actually I was thinking about yesterday two days ago uh I I have already in my mind what I'm going to say to people at the press conference, tell people uh, uh, the press conference after my next fight and after the fight with Carla in November at Madison Square Garden after I win the belt. But it looks perfect, you know, the history just made a circle and uh, uh, she was the champ before I became the champ in 2015. So it's perfect, you know, she was first, I was second, now she's like, bah, bah, bah. so I'm, I'm the next one. And You're next actually, in line. I always, you know, because there's always something happening in our lives every single day. Doesn't matter if you're an athlete, if you're a physician, a doctor, a scientist, uh, it's always happening, something. But I feel like I did the right decisions uh, in the right timing, the right place. And I'm here, you know, fighting in three weeks with Lady Zhang. It's going to be a really tough fight, but I feel like everything worked out and working very good for me, you know? I love it. Um, I wanted to ask you what you thought about the fight with Rose and Carla. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. Did like, who do you think, who do you think won the I, fight? And then, Rose, yeah, I mean, Rose. you thought Rose, Rose won the and fight. I was surprised. And I really thought that they were going to put on, on, on hell of a show, especially when there is a title on the line. And uh, I honestly, I haven't watched Carla's fight since we fought together, but I heard about this win streak and, and everything, how good she uh, she got. But for me, she looked the same, you know, and I'm very surprised by Rose that she didn't like push it uh, harder, you know, because uh, because when you feel like you're losing the fight or the fight is so close, you might lose the belt. You need to risk somehow. And and the other thing is that we have to entertain people. Of course, we, we if there is a line, if there is a, a belt on the line, 
and we have to be careful because you can pay the ultimate pl- price of losing the belt but somehow we have to entertain people you know it's a show yeah. business as well and mm-hmm. we can't be selfish thinking like about inse- insecure fights this is how you say like fighting very insecure uh yeah that's the thing you know that's yeah. the thing so i was surprised i was really surprised and i really thought that rose w- was going to just smoke her in the first round you know yeah. Guys, we are joined here by Joanna Janjacek. Uh, Joanna, let's go back to the open scoring a little bit and how much you think that that would change the sport. I mean, change the sport from the fan perspective, but also to change the sport from the fighter's perspective for you to know each round where you stand. And do you like it? Of course. I think it will bring uh, MMA to the next level, higher, better level, because uh, if you have live scoring, the the... the the, the the coach can tell you where uh, are you at and you just have to push yourself motivate yourself to do better so it means that the fights are going to be more exciting 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 yeah. yeah that's a good thing i feel and so i want it you know because i'm uh, i'm this type of fighter who is always putting on hell of a work and uh, entertainment and performance so it's good for me it's good for yeah. me yeah yeah I, and i know so- everything is in our in our heads you know the limits uh, are only in our heads so we can push it really if we want it we can push it it's not only about willing to put on work it's on putting in it's all about putting in actual work you know and you can do it right away so you're fighting Weili Zhang June 11th, UFC 275 in Singapore. Let's say you're going into the fifth round and you you have open scoring and you know you're up four rounds or, God forbid, let's say you go into the fifth round and you know that you're down on the scorecards. Or, and Weili, maybe, what if, she, what if she tries to disengage? What if she tries to just, you know, I'm just going to ride this one out because, you know, I've got you know, yeah. I've got the rounds at this point. Does that concern you at all as an athlete about fighters maybe not fighting as much in that last round or, or so if they know like that they're up? up? But we all know how tough is this business, how brutal sometimes, but how beautiful in the same time that one finish and one punch, yeah. one, one, one submission or one punch can finish the fight. So uh, if you are a real warrior, if you're really thinking about uh, being the UFC champion, like the champion in general, if you really believe in yourself, you should stand the ground till the end, you know, till the last seconds and just fight for it, fight for it, fight for it. And like, it's my life experience that I could give up so many times on so many things. I would not be here today talking to you girls about uh, my bright future uh, if I gave up, you know, but I didn't and I, I never give up and that's the thing in the fight. I would never the, the honor I have in myself. Yeah, I always have to like put it there on the table. You know, that's no, that's the it. thing. I know that there's so many different athletes. They they give up when something uh, doesn't go their way. But eh, it's not me. It's on me. No, definitely. I know, and I, I would never question if you would give up at all. I think more was a yeah, question. Yeah, but I know, like, I know what you mean. If they think they're winning, like if they're winning and yeah, they just I kind mean, of like cruise, you know, coast, like they're but, like, oh, I'm winning. I don't want to no. take a risk. But I don't think that's the thing. I don't think that people don't really understand that about 
fighters is like we're not just going there just to win like our goal is to like get that moment that finish that highlight that feeling of like I conquered that person like not just like kind of strolled through this fight with them like no like I took them out of the fight I separated them from consciousness like that's what we want like that's what we were trying to do that's the bad thing about this sport is that you can't take you can't take second place you win or you lose for me you win or you learn and for me every person who steps into the octagon especially if she's simply the best mma organization in the world uh is the winner you know because the hard work is so many weeks before and the fight is a pleasure it's like the last the the the, the, the last uh, the, the finish, you know, but the hard work is before. So for me, every person who makes it to the fight week, uh, to the octagon that night, is a winner, you know. And for me, the last step uh, I make uh, before be, be, before stepping to the octagon, I, I, I tell myself, like, girl, you've done, you've done everything, uh, anything you could to be here just go there and have fun doesn't matter if you win if you lose just go there you're the winner already for yourself because you didn't give up you know that's that's the thing this is this is how i am you know uh, when i was the champ when i lost the belt i was the same all the time you know yeah Hey everybody, this is Lindsay Rhodes, and with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles, so please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. Joanna, you must be in the work uh, right now as we're getting ready for June 11th. How are you feeling about this rematch against Wei Li? What is the pressure so coming good. into this fight? Give us uh, the dirt. No pressure. Hey, I, I was, I, I was I banked, you say? No, how you say when you are super tired, like you are, you know, on a dose, something like, how you say? Like, you know, Just, like, you bruised, exhausted. you, you oh, like banged up, you say? banged up, banged up. Just, banged up banged up yeah so last week was hard and uh, i cut my calories uh, to make 115 but i don't know what happened girl i today. feel you i'm coming down <laughs> to 125 i was like calories i was like come on man yeah i feel so good uh, we three weeks out uh, we we made some adjustments uh, with the training schedule because the hard work is done i was training 13 times a week for last four months it's crazy. Holy shit. I 13 fought, times I a week? Yes. And uh, from the time I got back to American Top Team uh, in the middle of January, that's the craziest thing. And I, I know that uh, I have been out for the last two years of competing, but I've been training really hard, uh, even when I was back home in Poland or, or somewhere. But uh, since January, I've been training really hard at American Top Team. And I put on a hell of a hell of a performance, and just feeling ready, ready, ready to go. Like I said, the hard work is done. Uh, it's all about getting the speed, refreshing uh, my body, my mind. And and today I was like cursing at the class, at the training. It means that bitch is back. You know that's a good thing because I love She's to talk back. to myself. I like to imagine my opponent and and talk to my coach like. 
he he was uh, Wei Zhang or whoever fighting. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Leaving to Singapore on Monday next week and super excited, you know. So I want to make sure everything uh, everything will be done the, the right way. So bringing my team, my PT, uh, my team to Singapore to adjust to the time, to the climate, humidity, and just be ready and rock and roll uh, June 11th. <laughs> Oh, well, Florida would be a great precursor. I used to live in For Singapore, sure. so it's very hot and humid, but yeah. I think you're in a good place. It won't cause too much adjustment <laughs> on your part. And if you need yeah. any recommendations of where to get like good, clean food or anything, I got you, girl. Oh, definitely. I do... <laughs> yes, yes. I do want to ask you because, you know, you, you really are a veteran of combat sports. You've been a champion. You've been you know come off of not becoming champion now it seems like that is on the horizon again for you potentially and um i, I kind of want to know how your mindset matures through all of this like how do you go and um experience those things and 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 like how have you navigated and continued to stay i mean you look like you're in such a great place i mean not only does your tan look on point but your mindset is like <laughs> it is there you're smiling you look energetic the balance like, the balance, the balance right? Before. Because it, it, it is. It's a craft in itself. So tell me how yeah. you have found that. And, and you know, in this world, we have social yeah. media, too. Or are there these people who have access to us, who don't know us, who want to talk shit and probably say, you, you know, know what? what you can and can't do? I but like, go, my PT is like, they don't know how much you work. They they can't stop me. And he was like, you know what? Really, like next camp, you should just post pictures from the pool, from the beach. And uh, people gonna go crazy, you know, how you can get in such good shape just lying at the pool. Because people don't know how to uh, balance their life, you know. You can't think only about work and you have to balance. And I know how to manage my time. I know uh, that some people, they go home after work, they think about the work. I do so many things. I'm a person with so many hobbies, passions. In last two years, I started playing piano. I graduated uh, different studies. I started playing tennis. I did my racing debut and uh, opened, just launched my supplement company, about to launch my fitness oh, equipment line. I have done so many things, but I was always like this. Nobody asked me uh, about hey, how was it before you became the champ? Because when I was becoming the UFC champion, when people think about this big money, big exposure, I was working at the grocery store of my parents for 50 bucks a week. So what, what the heck people want to look at into my pockets right now? I've been working so hard. When I'm back home from the gym, I do like trainings two, three times a day. I don't sleep. I don't nap because I don't need it. I'm personally... I am a person full of energy every single day. So I just think, I just do things, you know. I work, I think about my next step, business-wise, personal. There, there, were, there, there was a bad time in my life. I lost bad that time. Uh, bad time in my relationship. Uh, what cost you a lot, you know. And that time I was like, no, I'm JJ. I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. Uh, I can handle no, I forgot about myself as a human, as a uh, <laughs> woman. And, but it had to happen. I, I'm very happy that I lost the bed because I want, I want my life once again. And I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying, you know. I, I keep my eyes more yes. open. I hear more. I feel more. I believe in my uh, intuition more. I'm surrounded by good people now. I expect more from people because I expect more from myself. But I 
uh, you know, I have a creator above me, but I'm creating every single day of my life. And this is what I love about. And when people are like, oh, you should get an easy fight, shake the dust. I'm like, for what? I I know what my dream is, being the champ. So there is no shortcut. I need to get these big (laughs) fights on me, big money. And like people, you don't know what you're talking about. The hard work is so many before. Easy fight doesn't mean easy camp. You know, you still have to work your ass so hard. But the thing is that, I used to say that there was no pressure when I was the champ. I said, no, no pressure, no pressure on me. Bullshit, there was tons of pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make everyone happy, you know, my family, my friends, my management, UFC, Dana, I love all of them, but I forgot about myself. I remember the wake up before the fight with Rose Namayunas. I don't, I, it's not my, ex, it, it's not an excuse that I lost the fight. Rose was better that night, but girl, I cut seven kilograms, 14 pounds in seven, oh in, in 14 hours, seven kilo in 14 hours. My legs were shaking when I was walking to the octagon. And you know what, what, what I was thinking about? About fans who came there, who purchased the paper. I was like, no, I have to go there and give them what they came for. And I paid the ultimate price. But you know what? I want my life again, you know, losing the battle. I want my life again, you know, and and that's the thing. That's the beauty. And now there's no pressure. I was out for two years because I decided to be out for two years. People are like, no, she retired. She's an old fellow B. I'm not. I'm in the best shape ever in in 34. I'm turning 35 in, in three months. So Hell and yeah. I'm feeling great, you know. The weight cut is easy. Everything's just easier and more smart and I just can't wait to rock and roll. I don't know what's going to happen in this fight, but you know what? I won the last fight, <laughs> and that's the thing. And I'm I will step into the octagon like with this like uh, uh, with this confidence that hey, I won last fight. You know, maybe it was close. Okay, she got the decision, but I'm better. So I sharp I my I, 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 I made some so I, I'm making some adjustment. I'm sharpening my tools. So hey. I love it, Joanna. I've been in such a similar, such a similar situation. So hearing you come through that, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, and I'm recharged. I found my life again. It's so good. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to see your passion and you that you're healthy and happy. And man, I'm looking forward to June 11th and see you do your thing. Can't wait. Thank you. You're a big inspiration to all of us, uh, Nisha and. Uh, you know, uh, you, you have so many titles and, you know, even after we losing the best, we, we made it to the league, you know, we, we, we still the champions forever. It doesn't yes. matter what people say. Badass. We made we it. We win our life back. And we want our life thing. back. I love you guys. So. Bye, Joanna. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts.